Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. Hello, Christina. How are you? Doing well, and you? Yeah, fantastic. Christina, I've got Dave on the boiling point as well. Dave, meet my friend Christina. Hi, Christina. Hi. How, how are, are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm such a big fan of you both. <laughs> oh, you, you, listen, I, I do actually listen to our podcast, Christina, be honest. Oh, I do. Like every week. Ever since I've met you, every single week, except for this week. Are you serious? Only that part. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, that is I'm very cool. Now. I love you guys. Hey, well, that we what a great way to start. Uh, I got the uh, biggest uh, smile right yeah, now, Christina. Well, great. But I wanted, I wanted to actually, I wanted to put you on the spot if I could for a second. You said when you met, ever since you met Greg, and um, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of fans of Greg out there, what right? Are you talking about Which fans, is, friends, well, people, friends that, and people, people that I'm your fan. I mean, I'm your friend, but You're I'm a fan. Okay. Yeah, of course. Right. I just, you know, I love you. Dude. And, and 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 he shows up the certain way to everyone, right? But just from your perspective, <laughs> tell me about the first meeting with Greg Hemmings. Like, you know, where, where I have a little little context, but give me give me some background. Sure. So we met at the B Champions Retreat in Portland, and. I we had the pleasure of visiting A to Z Wineworks in Portland. So we first met at a winery, which was amazing. So and Greg was just all smiles and amazing. And we were both obsessed with the B Corp movement. And from there, it became a quick friendship. And, and you know what my, my, my uh, intro line to meeting her? Because she's this lovely, another like lovely, smiling, beautiful person. And I was like, I need to meet that girl. But she looks identical <laughs> to my friend Jen. Identical. So I, I said, is it weird if I take a picture of you right now? Because I got to send this. And she said, that's not weird at all. And then we've been BFFs ever since. It happens all the time, she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we, and we, we, we met um, the, the owner. Deb. Of, yeah. Yeah, so we had Deb. Uh, you probably know that, actually, if you listen to her. So we had, we had Deb on the boiling point from A to Z. Uh, Absolutely. And, I listened to that one. And wasn't it cool uh, that I was amazing. able to capture that story again about her use of language, military terms and business. Uh, I thought that was so... And you you know what's interesting about that is is I found, uh, you know, just created this awareness around language, right? Yeah, yeah. Like kind of a new awareness, you know, like impact and, you know, I I caught myself a number of times (laughs) over the next few weeks, like, yeah, well, what's a different word I could use, you know? know? Well, it's it's almost impossible. I know, I know. (laughs) So let's... It's really challenging. (laughs) So Christina, let's, there's so much stuff we can talk about, as you know. Um, (laughs) Let's let's talk about you and Redwoods a little bit. Um, I'll I'll just throw it over to you to introduce yourself to to our listeners. So I, for the past, few years have been a consultant at the Redwoods Group. We are a socially responsible insurance company, believe it or not. And we work with youth-serving organizations like the YMCA, um, nonprofit summer camps. Now we're actually serving boys and girls clubs. And my my day job has been <laughs> to work with YMCA CEOs primarily to improve their safety practices. Um, what we specialize in specifically is child sexual abuse prevention, which is a huge issue, um, as well as aquatic safety. 
And then the way I found the Redwoods Group is actually through an internship that it had with B Lab, which is the nonprofit behind the B Corp movement. And with them, it was while I was getting my MBA um, between my first and second year, I landed literally the dream internship. They paid me to go audit 10 different B Corps and socially responsible companies um, over a summer. And <laughs> over that span of a few months, I got to visit everything from the Redwoods Group, an insurance company, to Ben & Jerry's, to sole proprietors in the middle of nowhere. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And it was just, after that experience, I just became obsessed with the power of business to solve social and environmental problems. I just saw all of these diverse examples of entrepreneurs that were truly changing the world while also still, you know, making a profit and impacting their employees positively, um, having thinking about their environmental impact, and then also just thinking about how they interact with the community at large. How, how do you think that, like, that experience impacted your, you know, the MBA program you were taking? Like, it must have, you know, I, I'm just imagining kind of going through that process and then, you know, kind of have this internship and, and, and experiencing that. Like, did, what kind of impact did it have? Uh, using, I yeah, use so I, went to the, I can't believe I used impact. impact. Oh, what kind of what, what was it like? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, my MBA program hadn't had a specific, a specific concentration for social entrepreneurship, and I actually considered that to be one of the key focus areas for choosing the University of Georgia. Um, because it's an incredible program and we had, it turns out there was a whole group of us that were really passionate about social entrepreneurship. And so when I started, I was like, I'm obsessed with changing the world. I'm going to do this. And then I landed the internship. And when I came back, I had all these great case studies of how you really could take an impact into a business model in a way that could be successful. Um, but I do think it made a huge difference. Um, I was a big success story in our program. I have an amazing job at a B Corp um, that is an MBA-level job. And, and I do think that changed our program's mindset, and we started really embracing the power of the B Corp certification and changing the world through business. That's fantastic. And it's it's really cool, too, to see companies like insurance companies and construction companies and all, all these companies that aren't necessarily the first that come to mind when you think about positive social or environmental impact, but it, this thing is blowing up and it, it fits in every, mm -hmm. in so many, I was just saying every industry, I, I, I would think it would be difficult for a, a Suncor uh, or a big oil sands company to become a B Corp, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, uh, you can tell me, but uh, I feel that, uh, I feel that it's so great to see so many different verticals jumping onto this B Corp thing. Yes, that's exactly what, what's so exciting to me is that any industry can do this. You just, sometimes you have to get creative. So with our business model is more obvious. Um, we bake in the mission to try to stop children from drowning or try to stop abuse. And, you know, these organizations have to buy insurance. That's just the cost that they have to have. And so by working with us, they get amazing training that comes with our partnerships. Um, they get consultants that come out every year that have, you know, in-depth meetings and help create a safety plan to try to transform their practices. And, you know, and then if something bad does happen, unlike a traditional insurance company, we really try to help the healing. Um, we're always transparent. And the minute we know what happened, we 
work with families and any victims. Um, we work with our partners. Say there's a drowning incident. In 24 hours, we send someone to our YMCA or summer camp or JCC, and they're there to help them, you know, understand what happened and help ensure it won't happen again. But it's really powerful. Um, I, I'm just so honored to be able to have a job where I get to save lives and also get to help transform my community as well. Yeah, well, listen, I think that's a, that's a good transition. Are, are, are you cool to talk about the, uh, the issues that we've had for Champions Retreat this year? Sure. Yes. So, Dave, <laughs> just so you know, the Champions Retreat is the the B Corp Conference, the right. annual conference, yeah. and uh, it's going to be in Philadelphia this year. But it wasn't always going to be in Philadelphia. It was going to be uh, in Christina's town in North Carolina. <laughs> uh, now it's been changed, but it's it's really. I'm going to get Christina to tell the story. Like, but is, is there a political side to this? Or something? Uh, well, it's. I, I, yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but it's it's really neat because I've been thinking. Uh, there's a new film that I'm trying to develop right now and we're going to call it the third party. And the third party is companies. The third political party is corporations. Mm. Think about how influential for the negative companies have been over the years and other ones for the positive, Mm -hmm. but the influence, forget about of the almighty dollar, the almighty job, right? Is so, is so powerful. So, Pay, what, what, what Christina's going to explain in a second led PayPal to say, no, we're not coming to North Carolina anymore. We're not going to give you really? 450 jobs. Wow. Mm-hmm. Salesforce did the same thing in Indiana. They're like, nope. I forget what the numbers were. But it was all around um, uh, bills and laws that were coming into place that were uh, <laughs> against everything that we believe in as, as B Corps. But it also comes into a very complex place when we discuss how do we actually make change. So Christina and I have talked about this. So Christina, why don't you set up the situation? This is going to be a really interesting education for everybody to listen to this one. Well, so the first part of the story is extremely inspiring. So I moved back to North Carolina two years ago. I'm clearly obsessed with the B Corp movement and what it stands for. Um, And we've, over the past two years, developed this amazing community of business leaders that believe in business as a force for good. And so our community of B Corps is totally on the rise. We do all these events. We we decided, we really came together around this idea that we wanted to win the B Champions Retreat. So I'm from North Carolina originally. I've been living in Georgia for six years, but I moved home. And that was really significant to me. I'm, I'm proud to be from the South. And oftentimes you hear the Southeastern United States is kind of behind the times. But what I'm happy to report is on the ground here, I found so much that excited me. There's this amazing entrepreneurial community in both Raleigh and Durham and Chapel Hill. There's amazing incubators. There's just so much positive energy where I'm from. And I'm so proud of that. And so we put together this amazing campaign and, you know, part of our vision was if you're going to host a huge global retreat, you need to show that you can do that. So in two months, we raised a ton of money and put on this huge event with a ton of free B Corp beer that had over almost 600, almost 700 people signed up. Um, There was a heat wave, so about half of that showed up. But, you know, it just showed that there's this massive passion in North Carolina for business as a force for good. And B-Lab was completely blown away. Um, we were just, just a shining example of how you can build a local movement around 
this concept. Um, and what was so cool is also there's multiple universities here that are top in the country. So UNC, um, Duke, as well as NC State, all of the business leaders collaborated on this effort. And then actually, once we won the retreat, it became a statewide effort where everyone, all the way from our mountains in Asheville, all the way to our coast, we had leaders on the phone planning this retreat, and we were so excited to bring the Global B Corp community here. So I wanted to preface this sad story with that. Um, and ultimately what happened is we, in a state that has such a thriving business community and so much positive change, we have a legislature that made a very poor decision. <laughs> so they passed what is known as House Bill 2, and it is an extremely discriminatory law. And it basically gave, it was a state law that override, overrode all local ordinances concerning wages, employment, and public accommodations. And so the law basically barred local municipalities from creating their own rules prohibiting discrimination in public places based on sexual orientation and general, gender identity. Hmm. Um, so North Carolina does have a statewide non-discrimination law, but it does not include specific protections for LGBTQ people. So what this law about is called the bathroom bill is what it's known as. And what it does is it directs all public schools, government agencies, and public co college campuses to require that multiple occupancy bathrooms and changing facilities, such as locker rooms, um, are designated for use only by people based on their biological sex that is stated on their birth certificate. So if you're a transgender individual, you can only use the bathroom that identifies and corresponds to your gender identity if it's your biological sex on your birth certificate. So what this was is this terrible law that attacked transgender people. And for me, I mean, it was a personal offense. I mean, I think for everyone in this community, it was very personal. Um, I actually have a gay brother who grew up along with me in North Carolina. And we were, you know, given that it's the South, we were always a little bit nervous about how that might be taken. But the community completely embraced my brother. Our business community is absolutely against this. Even, even the triangle as a whole made it very clear that they were against this bill um, and begged our state legislature to overturn it. But um, <laughs> so, but it put the lab in an understandably extremely difficult situation um, because. How do you host a global retreat in a state that now has this terrible discriminatory law in the book? Um, so I think B-Lab handled it in a really powerful way. So B-Lab actually has this online platform called The Beehive, and it's an online learning community where members of the certified B Corp section can connect and they can learn from each other and collaborate. Um, it's kind of like the Facebook homepage, where, and yet it has groups. And so B-Lab has actually been working towards promoting more diversity, more diversity and inclusion in the B Corp movement. And so they decided to take this opportunity as a chance to let the global community have a discussion on what in the world we should do. So in North Carolina, <laughs> there was, you know, the question was, should we stay or should we go? Should the conference be moved? And the argument to stay, um, which was definitely strongly felt by our local community, was this is a civil rights issue. 
we don't agree with this. The businesses that we plan to work with for the retreat are completely against this. Even the city of Durham was absolutely against this. And from a civil rights standpoint, if you study the civil rights movement, oftentimes where you need activism is in the place that needs it most. And the theme of this retreat is actually the road to inclusion. (laughs) And so... Well, I mean, the irony, eh? Like, it's just, I mean, incredible to think that, you know, that's that's actually how it's being positioned. And I mean, what a challenge for you guys. So sorry, I got cut you off. It just just struck me as so interesting. It's so fascinating because, I mean, how ironic that we have this conference that's going to focus on inclusion. And and it's a very interesting place to have it in Durham um, as it's become very economically successful. um, And there's definitely arguably gentrification going on and our B Corp community is not nearly diverse enough. Um, and now we have this discriminatory law in the book. And so, I mean, some of the thought was, you know, would the famous civil rights march from Selma have been as powerful from anywhere else? But however, and I know Greg and I talked to this when this was all going down, the, the idea of moving the retreat and, and the argument for moving the retreat was a very powerful one as well. I mean, I was reading the Beehive. <laughs> I know I at least cried a few times. Mm. Um, reading posts from members of the B Corp community that were also members of the LGBTQ community who used the word, we cannot come to a hostile place. Mm. And, and and I understand why they feel that way. Oh, I mean, oh, it was just so embarrassing to have my community be seen in that manner. But because of this law, that that's the reality. And also there was that argument that, you know, similar to PayPal's decision, let's use business as a force for good. Let's not do business in a state that has discriminatory laws in the book. Like, let's protest this. Let's say that this is X amount of dollars that's being taken out of the state all because of your ridiculous public policy. And honestly, I personally, and I don't like Greg speak to this, I, I think that B-Lab made the least divisive decision. I completely understand. I mean, when it comes down to it, I work in safety, and if people felt unsafe coming to North Carolina, I, I completely understand why they needed to move the retreat. And, you know, and again, it, it's, I also get it. Like, money does talk. Um, what was hard as a community would be just, there was so much momentum around this. Um and so to have the retreat move, we were just like, oh, no, like we knew what would have been would have been so incredible. But at the same time, it's also an opportunity. Like we're yeah. still going to host some kind of event around inclusion locally. We're, we're working out the details. Yeah. And, you know, and ultimately, hopefully the retreat, once this terrible law is off the books, um, but the, the fact, will eventually be here. Christina, the fact, like not, you know, just kind of learning about this for the first time, um, I'm just curious about, the um you know as a result of that decision to move like what's the conversation been like in the community yeah so i mean it definitely made media so we did our best to share this as widely as possible um b lab actually came so jay um one of the co-founders of b lab as well as vale who had um helped organize the retreat they all came and got on a plane um and actually helped host you know, conversations with lawmakers around the impact of this terrible law. So they did try to help lobby against this law. Um, They also did host um, a conversation with our local B Corp community that could attend. 
And we had a really interesting conversation about business and public policy. So what is small business's role in public policy? And I, I mean, I personally learned a lot from that conversation. So we had a quality NC that was involved. And, and one of the key takeaways I, I found was it is actually powerful to have conversations with your local legislature. And that as small business owners, we can actually make a difference by having conversations either one-on-one with our legislatures or in small groups with our legislatures. Um, I think going forward, we're, we're definitely going to keep that in mind as we continue to build our movement and try to gain momentum. It's interesting because in Canada, specifically where we're, we're from in a very small area, we have real easy access with our, with our political leaders. In fact, I'm coming in for a mm. lunch and learn in two weeks to screen our millennial dream and talk about B Corps to the whole caucus. Like it's easy to do, wow. <laughs> you know, um, I, I just want to. I just want to read just a few uh, other impacts from this that North Carolina had to deal with because of this ridiculous law. Ringo Starr canceled his show. His quote was interesting. Yep. He goes, uh, um, um, "I'm standing with those fighting against the bigotry of HB2, which is which is the bill." He apologized to his fans, saying, "I'm sorry to disappoint my fans in the area, but we need to take a stand against hatred. Spread peace and love." Uh, Deutsche Bank uh, canceled the plans of expansions. Um, PayPal pulled out 400 new jobs. Bruce Springsteen canceled concert tour. Um, and New York Times says the state could lose billions of dollars as a fallout. So this is exciting because it's telling us that business, and I'll, we'll throw Ringo Starr and Bruce Springsteen in here too. These are big business brands. <laughs> When they flex their muscles for the for the power of justice, you know, for the side of justice, look what can ha- what what type of ripples can be sent. And my heart is with you, Christina, and the B Corps and the other companies that are really fighting against this force. And this is almost like another blow losing the B Corp uh, Champions Retreat, in a way. But it came up with this really interesting discussion. Can you make more of an impact in the middle? of where of the of the mm-hmm. impacted area uh by coming together strong as a community say we're fighting against this or by um taking away dollars or jobs and uh i think you just nailed it a second ago when you said if somebody feels unsafe then mm-hmm. i think that's an easy place to draw the line okay we could have been yeah. a powerful protest with by going there and demonstrating look global leaders from all over the world are here protesting against this. But if some of those members aren't going to come because of it, I think the impact was, was made. So super challenging. And, you know, and well, and I just wonder, you know, again, you know, having some surface knowledge, but you know, like, there's, is there, it's not a black and white, you know, not at all. do we do no. it? Do we not do it? You know, uh, at yeah. least that's my sense of it. And some of the hardest decisions are, you know, there's, you're always going to have, you know, there's going to be some, you know, kind of wrestling around about what's, what do we do? And, and you got, you got, you land on something, you go, well, it's not perfect, but maybe it's, but, but it's neat to hear the, the follow up from that. So Christina, um, um, yeah. just to, to shift gears a little bit, um, I understand that you won. You are you are also known uh, affectionately as an MVP, uh, something like that. Uh, and I, I don't know that, but if anyone that's been awarded an MVP of uh, for 2015, um, maybe you can tell a little bit about the award you you got, and um, and also um, I don't know, I guess what it means to you, and 
you know, in this whole movement that you're part of, so passionately part of, uh, as Greg is, um, for people that are still are still just kind of wading into the water like myself and trying to learn more, um, you know, what what kind of words of wisdom do you have for us? And I'll I'll also add in. So we got three questions the, now. The, so the, well, uh, th- thanks, Dave, because you're setting it up for <laughs> failure because she's only got three and a half minutes before our next uh, our next interview. Oh, well, so if you can compress it, Christina, but, I'll answer all of Dave's answers. Okay. <laughs> questions. There are questions, not answers. <laughs> question question all of Dave's answers. <laughs> <laughs> She's MVP. She can do it. Yeah. Watch this. <laughs> totally. I'm watching the clock. Um, <laughs> wow. So to win that award was arguably one of the highest honors I can ever receive. I mean, I have a love affair with the B Corp movement. And, and I received it. So the prior MVP was Ryan Honeyman. So the author, the author of the B Corp handbook. Um, <laughs> so He's got a like, great last name, I too. Am MVP. Oh, I know. That was, that's not a hard act and to so, follow at all, I guess, eh? <laughs> no big deal. I mean, he wrote the book. <laughs> <laughs> and so so for me, it's just been an honor and a blessing. And But it's also taught me a lot about, I mean, the reason I was awarded that and actually was able to accomplish what I did and locally was really because of the team. Um, it wasn't just me. I... I was, you know, maybe the catalyst for a lot of this, but at the same time, it was this amazing collaboration. And and probably the most humbling part of all of this is our movement has now become our local movement that's owned by other people. So we have a growth committee team that's all on their own that plans their own events to try to inspire new companies to become B Corps. And it's all beyond me. They're like, oh, Christina, are you going to this event? I'm like, I didn't even know about that event, but that's awesome. And I I, I was there to see it, too. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so I'm like... No, Christine, really he's just cutting you off. Don't let, you're, you're, she's trying to answer the three questions. You're cutting and, me off from cutting her off. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, so you've seen it grow around you and actually grow beyond you is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. cool. And that's been the most inspiring thing to me. And, and that's what I hope for the entire movement is that, you know, B Corp champions across the globe can form their own little North Carolina B Corp champion communities and, and have the same kind of experience that I've had. So as an ambassador, what, tell, tell as a, you know, maybe in a conclusion, um, you know, what for those, again, people that are just learning, uh, understanding, kind of going, sure. this is cool. Um, you know, what, what advice do you have um, in terms of getting more knowledge, uh, being more involved? Um, you know, what, where, where do people start? So absolutely check out bcorporation.net. Um, so that's, that is the homepage for where you can learn about B Corp certification. So my biggest challenge to anyone that wants to get involved is so the B Corp certification is a certification. It means that you are maximizing stakeholder value to the point that you've achieved this honor. And so if you want to get involved, get on the B Impact Assessment. I think there's also bimpactassessment.net. It's free. It's an online tool that gives you best practices in business. And why would you not use a free tool to start measuring what matters? Um, It's the perfect way to start understanding, you know, how can you treat your employees with best practices? How can you minimize your environmental impact? And how can you best serve your community? Because what I've heard from people that have gone through the certification process is it's all about learning and getting better and challenging yourself to make a bigger impact. 
So like, there's no reason not to do is what you're saying. Exactly. <laughs> so Dave, um, it's been uh, how, how long? We've done 105 or six episodes, and that means it's been over 105 or 106 uh, weeks uh, about us talking about B Corps. So can I put you on my <laughs> ambassador list as one of the people I'm trying to convert? <laughs> Because it, uh, we're gamifying this. We, we have, you know, oh, you're asking me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, what what well, were you just doing right there? La, I would love to. I would have, No, I thought you meant Christine. I'm like, well, she is an ambassador. I'm, she talking, I'm talking to you. Like, oh, okay. You okay. Um, I wish you were here with us, Christina. You could keep us uh, in check. No. 100%, please. Actually, I would be honored if you would put me on that list at the very top. Uh, okay, and I'll, and I'll, because because you, you know because I'm I'm I mean I'm believe it or not Christina I'm actually talking to other people about what I'm learning and how important this movement is and I haven't got involved myself mm-hmm. you know in terms of my company but you will so and I will I will for sure so and 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 it, partly I will I'll give uh, let's give Christina some credit for um, the passion you bring <laughs> oh my God yeah. like it just comes like I'm just Aww. right through this like I, I, I my headphones smile yeah you know? it's awesome yes. and like yeah yes. it's so so good so then I can come to a champions retreat wherever it may. Be, be a champion and be part of it and yes drink wine with you guys and yeah. all that good stuff okay um, well, i know <laughs> this is good so okay. uh, on that note christine i can't wait to hang out with you again very soon um and we will do Aww. that let's, let's stay let's stay t- and thanks for everything that you do mvp yes mvp Oh, and thank you guys for the boiler point. You guys are the best. <laughs> Thanks, Christina. And spread the word for us. Uh, we need more uh, awesome people listening and on uh, as guests as well. So I'll, I'll, I'll put that in your court. <laughs> Thanks, <Noted>. Christina. <laughs> All right, Christina. Thank you. Bye, guys. Have a great weekend. Cheers. See ya. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. She's lovely. She's so cool and she's so passionate. And But... Um, it's so interesting. Uh, it it not doesn't surprise me at all that you guys would have connected. Um, Listen, sm- smiling people connect. It's uh, yeah. It's a uh, she, she's a lovely, lovely human being, and uh, so many people that I met in that community were the same. Like just really yeah. passionate about making change, using yeah. your business for the power of good. Well, and and and, and but and doing it right, like not just talking, like mm-hmm. doing it, like you guys are. So um, and I and, and you, you know what? My gosh. Yeah, well, no, geez. but listen, man. I'm serious. I. Like I want, I need you to keep me accountable for this. Okay. Okay. Well, All right. Done. We'll see you next week. Okay. We'll see you next week. See ya. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com, and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit Hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening, and remember, keep that pot boiling. Hi, this is Candace Sampson, the voice behind What She Said. My show is your destination for stories that not only entertain, but also educate and empower. Every week, I spotlight strong female voices from across Canada, women who are changing the narrative and driving change. Don't miss out on these inspiring episodes. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, or head over to whatshesaidtalk.com. What She Said can also be heard on blasttheradio.com, Mondays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. That's blasttheradio.com. It's time to dive into the stories that truly matter.